0: My name is Becky, and I'll be your host. Today's segments include actually working, actually hand-dyed, actually stashed, actually attending, and knit-along and giveaway update. Hi guys, today's Sunday, March the 27th, and happy Easter to those of you who celebrate Easter. I have a little bit of extra time after all of our family festivities today, so I thought I would check in with all of you actually working. I had a lot of fun stuff. Those of you who listened last week will remember that I went on a bit of a yarn bender um, and cast on a million zillion amazing things. And so I wanted to update you guys on how all of those are coming along. So the first thing that I worked on quite a bit this week that I'm so happy with is my breathing space pullover. So this is a pattern by Vera Valamaki. It's from Interpretations 3 and it is a pullover that is knit in fingering weight yarn, two different yarns. So the way that she has the sample is beautiful. She's got a very dark gray and then a speckled yarn and it's a raglan pullover with then stripes on it on the bias so it's really cute I think it's going to be really flattering and I loved this pattern when I saw it and really even now as I'm knitting it I'm like I want to knit it I want to knit it out of like everything I want to knit this thing a hundred times it's so fun to knit and it's so cute but I decided to knit mine a little bit differently and knit it with a gradient that I had bought and it's a gradient kit that I bought at the Loopy U up in Fort Collins, Colorado, it is their yarn that they have. They call it the Loopy Hues. So the way that I bought this gradient is it comes, it's like 535 yards of yarn, I think. And it's five mini skeins of 100 and some yards each. And then it's kind of twisted together so it looks like one skein of yarn. And the one that I bought is Teal's. And, um, so mine is, um, turquoises and teals. Teals is the name of the colorway, I guess. And it starts out with a really pretty dark, um, that has quite a bit of green in it, honestly, real pretty though. And then, um, it, it gradients down all the way sort of past a robin's egg blue. And I would say that the, the very lightest one taken by itself almost looks like a mint green, but when it's, Held up with the others, it doesn't necessarily. So I cast this on last weekend, and I was de- I'm was determined. I'm so crazy, right? So Yarn Fest starts on Thursday. It's Sunday. It's Easter Sunday. And uh, work has been an absolute nightmare. But I'm determined that I'm going to get this thing done to wear it sometime at Yarn Fest. So next week, turn in next week, where I talk about how I didn't get this done in time for Yarn Fest. But um, what I did was I started... the sweater, and I did the raglan shaping um, all the way down, and partway through that, you start the striping. So I started that with the darkest color. I knit um, a few rows below where you split the sleeves, and then I stopped, and where the pattern tells you to continue with the body of the sweater, instead, I started um, the sleeves. So I put one sleeve and the body on waist yarn and then I started the other sleeve and I thought I had this genius plan where I had counted the stripes on Vera's sweater so that I could figure out how many stripes of each I would need to do but I don't know I guess I didn't count right (laughs) or something but it's fine because it turned out really cute so what I did was I did four stripes of the darkest green and then I thought I was just going to continue and do four stripes of each and that would be plenty and And I thought, gosh, I started to knit the second one. I thought, well, that's not going to be enough after I measured. So I'll do five. Then I got to the third stripe and I'm like, this is still not going to be enough. So I ended up doing like four, then five, then six, then seven, then eight. And I actually like it a lot. I think one of the things that this will do that will work out nicely is the very lightest color, the mint. um, I have more yarn than the pattern calls for. So I think I will end up being able to use a little bit more of the mint because I used more of it in the sleeves. And then also to make sure that I get all the way through the gradient, when I cast back on to do the body, um, I am not gonna cast on with that dark green anymore. I'm going to move on to the second color in the gradient right away. So that should accelerate how quickly I get to that that lightest green. Because really as I look at it, so the darkest color I almost feel like is not, not a color I would quite pick on its own it's a little dark and a little green for me um but it kind of anchors the gradient so it looks great in the context of the other colors if that makes sense and then the other colors particularly color three and color four are colors that just speak to my heart I think we could make a drinking game on the podcast where every time I say turquoise you guys have to take a drink because I know that I talk about this color all the time and I I try to keep myself from buying, like going crazy and only buying that color. But it just looks really pretty. Um, and the solid that I used is um, a Madeline Tosh Twist Light, which is a fingering weight yarn. And the color that I got is Moonstone. I got this a while ago with my Magnolia Society Sweater Club subscription. And I hadn't decided what to do with it, but I, I'm a sucker for a, a good neutral gray and the Madeline Tosh grays are so beautiful there always is so much depth to them and this is no exception so in the skein quite frankly this looked like just sort of a run-of-the-mill silver which was fine because it's a beautiful shade of silver gray but now that I've started to knit with it I can actually see that it's got quite a bit more depth you know and, and it's got that just nice Madeline Tosh kettle dyed feel where it's darker sections and lighter sections, and I think it's beautiful. And the way that the gradient is set up as you knit down the sleeve, as I knit down the sleeve, um, up against the mint color, the gray looks quite a bit different than it does in contrast to that dark green. So it's really just, I'm just loving the sweater. I'm obsessed with it. I am probably not like sleeping enough because of the sweater. (laughs) just going crazy. So I have both of the sleeves done. I'm really excited about that. I just uh, reattached to start the body up again. Um, I don't think I can talk and do short rows at the same time without making myself cry. So I'm going to take a little time this afternoon and try to make some progress on that and get it to the point where, um, where I'm just knitting in the round again and the short row shaping is done. That's my goal because then maybe I could work on it quite a bit this week and not be a crazy person thinking that I was going to wear it to yarn fest. So we'll see. Keep you guys posted. I did post some pictures on Instagram. I really love this gradient. What I will say is this gradient kit worked out perfectly for what I wanted to do because it it was important to me that the, the sleeves be the same gradient as each other and then that the, the body follow that same gradient striping. It probably will not be the same number of stripes. So the sleeves are identical. The body obviously won't be the same number of stripes. And my plan is just to take the second color and knit till it's gone and take the third color and knit till it's gone and just use it all up and let it gradient however it wants to from this point. But but I wanted to make sure that the sleeves were the same as each other and that they generally followed the same As what the body will be if that I hope that makes sense so what I'm trying to say is for example I have some beautiful Freya um, hand-painted gradients and I have one in a fingering and I love it and I actually even have some cute I have some of that cute chroma fingering from um, nitpicks but I would not have been as happy with how that turned out because I wouldn't have been able to control the way that the gradient worked where with these little mini skeins, I have completely been able to knit this how the, how I wanted it to look, and so I won't have to worry about like, oh look, I have one green sleeve and one blue sleeve or something weird like that. It'll all it'll all gradient in the same way in a way that pleases me. And I'm not usually super OCD about things like that, but um, in this case, that's that's how I wanted it to go, and I'm really happy with it. So I did work on a couple of those other things that I cast on this week. Um, I did a little bit more work on the Spectrum shawl. So that's a Hohi Locatelli from her Authentic collection. And I am knitting that out of some Knit Picks. Um, It's the one with the Stellina. I think it's called Stroll Sparkle. Um, But I have a charcoal gray I bought on clearance at Christmas time. And then I, the main color is Hedgehog Fibers. Um, I bought the sock single and it is in a colorway called Villain, which is orange and pink and green and like just gorgeous. So it's a really pretty shawl. It I, I don't knit a lot of shawls. I talked last week about, uh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm becoming a shawl person because I want to be able to wear my knits, um, without having to always, you know, grab a sweater, um, But this shawl is, starts out, mine will start out gray with striping of the orange and then gradually move, it's chevron stripes too, but gradually move to where it feels like it's just gray striped with orange and then the orange will kind of take over and the shawl gets wider and the stripes get bigger as you work towards that end. So it's knit in six or seven sections. I'm on section two, so I haven't made a ton of progress. But I am super excited about this knit. I'm super excited about the finished piece because I think I'm going to wear it all the time. And uh, I'll keep you guys posted as that one comes along. The next thing that I cast on and did a little bit of work on this week is The Fine Jacket by Vera Valimaki. So this is from Color Wheel Knits, which is a book that I reviewed a while back by it is a book by Vera Valmaki. Cooperative Press had provided it to me to review. And I've been meaning to cast on like all the things from that book. So I was like, nope, this is it. Stop getting distracted. Cast on that sweater. You want that sweater very badly. And this is one that I really did think, I think that the finished sweater in my size is like 1,100 yards of yarn. So it's not a massive huge. It's not like that true that I had been working on that's, you know, giant sweater. It's kind of a cropped jacket when it's done and it's a lot of it is garter stitch and so i thought this might be something that i could actually accomplish and end up with a finished piece in a reasonable amount of time so i cast that on the other night i started the collar i am knitting that out of another sweater club quantity of yarn it's a merino worsted from madeline tosh and i think it is just generically called merino worsted and the colorway is Grasshopper, which is a really great, obviously, like, green. And it is, um, I have some of that yarn in um, Pashmina, sorry, in Pashmina Worsted, which is their Merino Cashmere Silk Blend, which is my favorite base from Madeline Tosh. And I knit myself a hat in that a couple of years ago, one of the hats that I designed that's a, it's like a horizontal cabled hat. It's really cute. And um, so this is a color that I love a lot. I think it's going to be a really cute finished piece. I think I will go button shopping at Yarn Fest because I do know that a couple of the vendors there last year had really gorgeous buttons. And I feel like this is one where I could really do something fun with like cool fun buttons. So all I worked on last week was the collar for that but it it, it's a pretty quick and it's got some really fun interesting things it is garter shape but there's plenty of interesting stuff going on so hopefully um that will all come together nicely and I'll keep you guys posted on my progress on that one the other thing that I cast on this week that I had talked about last week was the windswept shawl and I'm so sorry because I don't have The pattern printed out in front of me. So I can't remember the name of the designer. I believe it's the woman that does the um, Homespun House podcast. I can't remember her name. Um, But this was the shawl that I went uh, shopping with last weekend um, with Sarah from The Knitting Type. And uh, she was looking for yarn for this shawl. And I had a sport weight shawl on my wish list of things to figure out. Because I want to take it... Um, with me when the kids and I go to Hawaii this summer, and so I I thought this would be the perfect thing, and I have these beautiful skeins of Blue Moon Fiber Arts BFL Sport that my husband gave me for Christmas um, that were on my wish list from Eat Sleep, Sleep Knit, and I have a skein of that in um, Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test. It's great. It's like these great, vibrant, colors, hot pinks and purples and blues and I love it. And it feels very tropical in color to me. Obviously, I'm not going to wear it in Hawaii probably, but um but it feels like exactly the kind of thing that I will want to be knitting like when the kids and I are around playing board games at night or whatever. So, I cast that on and I got it started. I think it's going to be a really fun knit. I like the um the way the pattern works up. It's a lot like the um the spectrum where it's kind of like Like, do this thing, and then do this thing, same thing a lot of times, it feels like it's going to be very soothing knitting without being just plain stockinette, so I'm excited about that one. The other fun thing that I did yesterday morning was um, one of my listeners, Vicki, is local, and she had... Been chatting back and forth with me about Yarn Fest and whether or not we're gonna finally get to meet in person at YarnFest, and she sent me a Facebook message, and then I saw this cute thing on her Facebook that somebody had sent her, which was these no-sew um, T-shirt bag tutorial thing. You know, you see those things on people's Facebook feeds, and it was really cute. And I had a couple of T-shirts that um, that just don't fit me right. I I. And very particular about my T-shirts. I am not a flat-chested girl. I had two T-shirts in my closet that I didn't want to give up because I love them, but honestly, just not not a good look. So I took these two T-shirts out of my closet, and I have one of those little rotary cutters that quilters use. I bought them to use when I was doing all those tie blankets for the kids at Christmas time, and. Um, All you do is slice off the sleeves, slice off the collar, and then cut the bottoms like you're doing those tie blankets, and you kind of like tie all the ends together, and then you tie each end to the end next to it, and it makes just a little like kind of goofy tote bag thing, but pretty sturdy, I think, in the bottom, especially if all all I'm going to do is use them as project bags. So I had a really cute pink t-shirt that looks like one time I saw a picture of myself in this t-shirt and I would never wear it again, but it's adorable. So I, um, I put that one together and that is what that little shawl lives in. And then I, um, had this really cute green t-shirt that, um, had a really, it was like from Target, whatever, but it had a really cute graphic design on it that I liked, but it was cap sleeved and did not, just didn't look right. And it kind of pulled funny across the front. And so, um, So that one is now a project bag, and it's got my um, fine jacket sweater in it. So they're a little matchy-matchy, too, because the the shawl has quite a bit of pink, and the sweater is green, and so is the t-shirt. And I, I think it'll be the kind of thing, you know, those bags where you sort of loop the one handle through the other. Like, I think that will be fine. It doesn't cinch at the top like I like but at least it it makes me feel like the yarn's a little better organized and that I could, you know, cart all the stuff around the house or whatever um, in it, because I've got the pattern in there and the yarn and the needles and everything. So that was just, you know, 20 minutes worth of fun that I had yesterday morning. So that was kind of cool. I'll post a link if I can figure out how um, in the show notes to the little video that I found for that. And then the last thing that I worked on last night, so this will make you guys laugh. So Last night, the boys and I went to see Batman vs. Superman. Um, my boys are 10 and 13, so we are all about the superheroes around here, um, and I am all about Ben Affleck, so I would watch Ben Affleck read from the phone book, so it's just convenient when the kids' um, movies that they want to see and mine line up, and I, I actually I love all that stuff. I love going to the Avengers movies with them, and uh, we like the X-Men, so... We were pretty excited about this movie coming out, and I am a huge Wonder Woman fan, and um, Wonder Woman figures fairly prominently in the climax of the movie, which is awesome. It was awesome. So I was trying to figure out what to bring to knit in the movie, and it was a little bit of a comedy of errors. Like At first, I was like, I'm bringing my sweater. I want to finish my sleeve, and I was just on the last section of the mint and gray stripes, I was like, I can do this. And then during the previews, it was fine. Like while we were waiting, it was fine. And then at the end, it was like, as soon as the lights went off, I was like, nope, can't do this. I will mess up these stripes. And sure enough, I knit like half of a round of a sleeve and I did it the wrong color. So all I had to take back was like half a round, but I was like, nope, can't do this. This is a very dark movie and I'm not going to be able to do this. So I pulled out my Vegas socks, which have been living in my purse. So those are Madeline Tosh sock in electric rainbow and I did on those for quite a while and I they were further along than I remembered um, from the last time I had put them away um the leg of those is about nine inches long right now which is a really nice comfortable length I like my socks longer um and I did a really long um, three inches of twisted ribbing at the top so they they should fit just really really nicely Um, But somewhere along the line, I dropped a stitch, so then I had to put those back into my bag. And thankfully, you know, I had another bag. I had four pairs of socks. No, I had three pairs of socks with me at the movies last night. And I knew that I couldn't work on my green and blue ones because those are ready for the lifeline. Um, But I had the gray ones with the speckles that I self-striped, and those were in my bag. So I worked on those for a little while. Um, and then I was worried that I was getting to about the length where I needed to put the lifeline in those as well, so, uh, so then for a little while I had nothing to knit in the movie, but it was fun, it was a fun movie, I think if you're any sort of a comic book purist, um, then you'll probably find lots of holes in it, but there was plenty of Wonder Woman, plenty of Ben Affleck, and, um, it was a great popcorn movie. We had a lot of fun at it. So that was great. And I think the other thing that I have decided is I have quite a few pairs of socks um, at various stages where I'm planning to do afterthought heels. So I have the Vegas socks. I guess I haven't decided. Those I probably could do a regular heel um, and I might want to. But the, I have the two pairs of hand-dyed um, self-striping socks that I've been working on and then I have the speckly socks that I hand-dyed, and I'm feeling like maybe this is my year that I figure out a decent way to do stash-dash and that maybe I will just get all of those done, get toes put in them, and then when stash-dash starts, just take a couple of days and just whip heels into all those socks and, like, boom, lots of yardage. So last year was my first year doing stash-dash, and I was a total spaz about it, like, instead of going through my whips and and trying to finish a lot of things, I just cast on, like, a hundred new things, um, so this year I'm trying to be a little more strategic, and so that might be key to my strategy for that, so that'll be fun, um, and then the only other thing that got any love at all this week is just my little swatch that I'm working on here because I can't count short rows and talk, and that is the My Everything Sweater by Hokey Locatelli, it is, um, it is going to be knit out of Madeline Tosh Pashmina, which is that base that I talked about before, merino, cashmere, silk, and the colorway is New. and this yarn is even prettier knit up than it is in the skein, and I've been obsessed with this color for a while. It's been on my wish list on a bunch of different bases for a very long time, and then I got a, a Facebook message, I think it was, from Jimmy Beans Wool that they had it 20% off because They're discontinuing the base, and so I thought, oh, God, favorite color, favorite base, 20% off, had to do it. And then the sweater um, that my everything was my absolute favorite out of Interpretations 3, and so I am very excited. So I'm just knitting my little swatch here while I talk to you guys, um, because that's about all I have brain space for. But that's everything that's on my needles right now. Actually, hand-dyed. This week, I had a really fun... Girls' Night in with two of my very close girlfriends, my friend Jen, who I talk about all the time, and my friend Sarah, who is another dear friend who crochets, and we had been planning, Jen and I had been planning for a while to do a yarn dyeing playdate here at the house, so she's the friend that came with me when I went and took the dyeing class at Fancy Tiger with um, Meg from Sleep Season, and... So we had just never managed to work that out. I think we had it scheduled one other time, and we ended up for some reason or another having to cancel it. So we had dinner planned this week. She said, "Why don't we finally do our play date?" And I was like, "Yes, please." So Sarah came along too, which was awesome. And um, the three of us had wine and pizza. The pe- my local pizza place makes this what I call like grown up pizza. So it's chicken pesto pizza with artichoke hearts and red peppers and all these yummy things. And so we'd grown up pizza and wine and we dyed some yarn. So I thought I would tell you a little bit about what they dyed. And then, um, and then I'll talk about what I did. We spent some time mixing dye stock so that they could get a sense of what they wanted. And that was fun. Jen was looking to do something bright and springy. Um, they both, we dug through my stash of their yarn and, um, they both wanted to work with the, Nitpicks fingering that I have in that Stellina. I think it's, again, I think it's like Stroll Sparkle. I had four skeins of that that I bought on clearance. And so they both wanted to work with that one. And Jen was looking to do basically just a kettle dyed yellow. So we mixed up a couple. We went through my stash of dyes. I had one called Golden Straw. And I had one that was, I think, also called Golden Poppy. And then I had um, Yellow Sun. So I mixed up dye stock from all three of those, which was fun. And we tested it on some paper towels to see how it came out. And she decided that what she liked was Yellow Sun. And so we just kettle dyed it. And unfortunately, I think I had left a little bit of blue in the pot. So there's a little teeny bit where maybe she's going to have a bit of green in there. But I think once she skeins it up and, and knits it up, I don't think it's going to be obnoxious. And the way that the yarn really changes in terms of the kettle dyeing. Um, she's going to have some really vibrant yellow mixed with some really subtle yellow. And I think it's going to be pretty. It was a really, really gorgeous of yarn when it came out of the pot. So I was very excited about that for her. And so that was fun. And then Sarah wanted to do a couple colors and I think she felt funny didn't want me to have to like get out the whole, Oil cloth and all that, so that she could hand paint it, which would have been fine because that's what I ended up doing after they went home, anyways. But, um, but she just dyed in the pot, um, navy blue and then a color called persimmon, which is a really beautiful orange. And she was really subtle with the amount of dye that she used, so her yarn has quite a bit of white in it, but then this gorgeous blue, and little bits of, like, little pops of orange here and there. Not much orange at all. She'd kind of just, the little, like, drops of it. And so I think that's going to be gorgeous. I kept Sarah's yarn so that I could skein it up for her because she does not have a ball winder and Swift. And um, it had to dry in my garage for, like, four days because uh, we got 15 inches of snow on Wednesday. So Tuesday afternoon, I'm going about my business. My Apple Watch, like, beeps at me, and it's a weather alert, and it's a blizzard warning. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's beautiful out today, and the forecast said rain tomorrow. So then I'm thinking to myself, this must be for Colorado's big state. I must be getting a blizzard warning for some other area of the state. And checked the weather channel, and it was still saying rain, and then it started to say snow. And then uh, by the time I went to bed, it was sleeting, and at 5 o'clock in the morning, I got a call that the kids had a snow day and my son then is 10 years old he had never had a snow day until this year and now he's had three so thank you El Nino that's what happens in an El Nino year is we get dumped and this was another storm of a foot of snow I think it's our third this year where we've gotten a foot or more of snow but that was fine the kids were home but it just meant that the yarn had to dry in the garage and it took a long time and then finally on Friday so Colorado weather is weird the snow is all, like there was no snow on the roads by, they, it snowed on Wednesday, Thursday, like when I went out to get the kids, all the snow off my road had just melted, um, which was kind of insane. In my driveway, I only shoveled half my driveway, and like the other half was completely melted. It's all gone. So it was beautiful out on Friday, and I just let them dry in the sun a little bit, and, and they were good to go. The other three skeins of yarn that I dyed are for presents for people that I'm going to see this week at Yarn Fest, so I'm pretty excited about these. If you listen closely to the attending section, you might be able to figure out who these are for, Um, and if you listen and I'm meeting you at Yarn Fest for sure, um, you might, you know, no cheating. Oh, the cat's going to jump on the thing. Don't do that, mama. Okay, so um, I did three skeins of yarn, and Uh, The first one I just kettle-dyed, Berry Crush. Um, One of the people that I'm bringing a gift for is a big fan of All Things Pink. The cat is still going to jump on this. It's freaking me out. She's, like, thinking about it. There she is. Hi, babe. Um, So I just kettle-dyed some Berry Crush. That Berry Crush is that deep, dark pink that I like. And when you do it um, kettle-dyed, you end up with some very soft pinks as well, although still very vibrant. And so I am super excited about this skein of yarn and how it turned out. I did all of these on a fingering weight um, MCN twist that I had in my stash. And I think they all turned out beautifully. I'm very, very excited about all three of them. Uh, The second one that I did, I did some purples. And I cannot remember. Royal purple was one of the colors and I think the other was aubergine, but I am I might be lying. And I did a little bit of silver, very little bit of silver, um, in this skein as well. And I just hand-painted it and steamed it. And I am very excited with how this one turned out. This one also has a little bit of white to it, um, just based on the way that I painted it. And I tried to let it... I think it's going to have a lot of character when it ends up. I think all three of these skeins, they're sitting here on the shelf next to me, and um, and I'm, I'm excited about them. I would take them and I'll put them all in my stash, except that was not the intention when I dyed them. Uh, and the third one, get ready, because we already said, every time I say turquoise, you have to take a drink. The third one is turquoise, um, which happens every time I get the die pots out and every time I have an episode. But this one I did, I hand-painted. I did a little silver gray. Again, not a lot of silver gray. And then I have two different turquoises that I love equally one is Caribbean blue which is a darker um vibrant blue and the other is bright aqua which I would refer to as a little bit more of a um neon but like if you were thinking about it Caribbean blue is like a peacocky turquoise and the bright aqua is like a Tiffany Robin's egg kind of a turquoise so together they look really pretty and um I'm very excited about this one as well, and hopefully the three people that I dyed them up for are going to be really, really happy with their gifts. Actually stashed. I did not acquire any yarn in this particular um, week, but I have yarn on the way. So you guys might remember that I swore up and down I was not doing the Magnolia Society Sweater Club again this time through, and then I did because the colors were insane, and I could not resist. So the first shipment of that shipped, over, shipped my way on Saturday. I'm guessing I'll have it by Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and it is a, gosh, it's either a sport or a DK. I, I was convinced it was a sport. And now in my head I'm thinking DK. So it might be a DK weight yarn um, that's coming my way this time. They switched around the order a little bit. And so I'm I'm 90% certain that what I'm getting is a DK weight yarn in a colorway called Walden's Pond which is blue I don't think it's turquoise but go ahead and have a drink because I said turquoise again and it's like blue and green quite a bit of white in it very hand-painted beautiful Madeline Tosh yarn and I am not at all sure what I'm gonna knit this up to be but this is the the yarn this is the color where when I saw it I was like are you kidding me I wasn't gonna do this this time (laughs) and then sure enough Uh, next thing I knew, I was signed up for a subscription, the other two that I have coming are really, really pretty as well, Um, so this is March, so I'll get March, May, and July yarn, I think the May yarn will be a fingering weight, and I got that in a color called Chard, which is grays and browns, really pretty, and then the last one I'm getting is, I think it's called Cosmic Silver, and it's like a silver then with pops of speckles of neon colors, so I'm pretty excited about all three, but Walden's Pond is on its way, and um, I'll take pictures of it when it gets here so you guys can see it and then keep you posted on what I decide to do with it. Actually attending, I am very excited because Thursday is Yarn Fest, so um, I will be attending a Reef Yarn Fest at the Embassy Suites in Loveland, Colorado, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It runs Thursday through Sunday. I don't think I will get up there on Sunday at all. Frankly, I'll mostly be up there Thursday and Friday. So Thursday, I am taking a class on building your design career, and that's with Dora Orenstein, and it's from 9 to noon. And I'm pretty excited about this one. I got the homework, and I feel like... um, maybe I need to adjust my expectations for this class a little. It's probably going to be exactly what it was advertised to be. But um, I think I was having a little of like, maybe I should have signed up for a a technique class. But I think it'll be fun. I think it's going to be really interesting um, just to have sort of insider information on the industry. I don't see myself ever being like a capital D designer. Um, I have designed a few things for fun and uh, would like to continue to do so. And I'm sure I will get some fun tips about You know, publishing things or using really good techniques and templates for patterns and uh, like stuff like that. So, I think it's going to be interesting and fun, and I'm pretty sure it's a class I'll be able to knit during. So, that's always a good thing as well. And then on Friday, oh, so Thursday, I am going to try to go to the marketplace. My class is 9 to noon. I will need to like work in the afternoon, pick the kids up, things like that. But I'm hoping to get um, a little bit of time right after my class maybe to catch up with um, my friend Sarah, and hopefully also to get to the market. And then on Friday, taking the whole day off work, I have made arrangements for the kids after school, and I'm taking a class from 9 to 4.30, so I'm going to be in Knitter Happy Place on Friday. Um, I am taking a class about um, sweater design, and I have the book by the woman, I'm sorry, I don't have any of the details right this second. I will link it in the show notes, but um, I have to knit like an eight by eight swatch and then figure out how much yarn I use because one of the things that they're going to teach you how to do is to figure out, like to calculate yarn consumption of your pattern, which I think could be a really cool thing to learn how to do. And I have two sweaters that I I feel like I got sort of halfway through designing. One is, it's probably more than halfway. The sleeves are done, pretty good amount of the body is done, and I just need to kind of knit up. It's bottom up. I need to knit up to the yoke and attach everything. So it's probably, you know, two weeks worth of knitting away from being done. And then the other one is a fingering weight sweater that I was really playing with. And I did this gorgeous cabled sleeve. And I just need to get get my mojo back on those and um, see how that goes. So I haven't decided yet if I'm going to pick one of those and bring it and um, show the teacher and figure out if maybe this is what gets me over the hump to finish these. Uh, or if I'm going to swatch with something from my stash and just try something completely new. So we'll see. I do need to get swatching uh, for that, and I'm really looking forward to that class and just to having that whole day. To me, there's just nothing nicer than having an entire day to kind of immerse yourself in something you love, and I really tried to pick this class in particular for just new ways to stretch my brain. Um, And I think this is gonna be just what the doctor ordered. So very much looking forward to that. I don't know how much time I will have to hit the Marketplace afterwards, but I'm assuming they're going to give us a lunch break. Um, And so I will probably bring my lunch so that I can just um, bum around the Marketplace over breaks instead of having to run out to Panera or something to grab food while I'm up there. So that's my Friday plan. And then on Saturday, um, Emily from the Knitting Butterflies podcast is having a little meetup for her birthday. And because Prairie Girl Danny from the Prairie Girl Knit and Spin podcast is coming to visit her and Danny will be there as well. So Danny and I haven't met, but I love their podcast. Yesterday I was in the car quite a bit and I listened to, I don't know, no less than five episodes. I kind of saved those up, but I haven't gone back and listened to all of their archive and I save them up for days when I need cheerfulness because they are so, they make me laugh and they make me smile and and I always feel like I'm in a better mood. So I listened to them for a long time yesterday, so I'm just extra excited to get to meet Danny now. And that's, if I didn't say that, there's a Qdoba across the street from the Embassy Suites and that is where the meetup will be. Um, I did put a thread in the Ravelry group, so if anybody wants to catch up with me, Um, While we're there, post in the thread, um, I think I posted there all these same plans that I'm telling you guys about now, and I have just been PMing with people if they they wanted to meet up and get my cell number so that we can text. Um, So, very excited. I think I talked last time in depth about my strategy for the marketplace and the things I'm most excited about, so um, stay tuned for next time, and I will recap all the fun and and probably, you know, more purchases than I had planned on. Okay, guys, this is a peek into the crazy that happens in my brain. So I finished that last segment, and while I was just doing the couple quick edits that I do, I totally came up with a plan for my swatch for my class. So this is what I think I'm going to do. I think as long as my Magnolia Society yarn gets here in time, for it to be my swatch, that's what I'm going to swatch with. Because I don't have a plan for that one yet and so then I could just um, swatch with it and then use it to decide some sort of sweater design and then knit myself up a sweater so there you go there's my plan Um, especially if it turns out to be a DK weight because that'll be reasonable to swatch with in that amount of time I can probably um, crank out a swatch in the Thursday class for the Friday class and then measure everything Thursday night so Uh, There you have it, a little peek into the crazy. Last up, I wanted to talk about knit alongs and giveaways. So the big thing that we have going on still is the Knit Nosh Along. The Knit Nosh Along is a knit along that will run until April the 1st, which is this Friday. And so there's still plenty of time to get your um, objects into the thread. The way that I structured this knit-along, you get points for different types of knitting activities. So Knit Nosh, if you're new to the podcast, um, is an event that I hosted in January. We did a food, wine, and yarn tasting, and it was a blast. And all of the yarn vendors who generously brought yarn for the event um, also provided prizes for a knit-along. So you can earn points by... Uh, casting something on with your samples. You can earn points by posting pictures on Instagram. You can earn points by finishing a project made out of these yarns, but there's lots of different things that you can do and um, lots of fun ways to jump in and participate. So it's not too late. Um, After Yarn Fest, I will tally up the points and hopefully I will have winners um, figured out this the week after, and then prizes on the way to people who win. So I did see a couple of really fun finished things. Um, Sarah from the Ravelry group, Sarah finished a hat on our snow day. A lot of the folks participating are local because Knit um, Nosh was a local event. So she finished a hat the other day when it was snowing. Shayna finished a beautiful Stephen West shawl out of her nerd yarn. I cannot remember the name of the pattern. It's a really popular Stephen west shawl Um, but it was beautiful gorgeous nerd string shawl and then my friend Anna finished a pair of socks this week for her samples so she had taken each of the samples they were mostly worsted weights although one of them was a sport weight and she started to knit some franken socks kind of they're super cute her socks they turned out great but she just was toe up two at a time knitting socks um out of the samples and Then she ran out of yarn, and she our kids do our kids are in black belt class together. Actually, it's more than just that they do martial arts together. The three of them are training for their black belts, and so they um, she came to class one day and she had some uh, bamboo cotton yarn, I think it was something with a lot of bamboo. And I said, you know what, for in socks that's gonna like break your heart. So I brought her some extra. Um, leftovers that I had from when I dyed up the yarn for my husband's hat for Christmas, and she finished those, and so those were super cute. So it's been really fun to see the different projects get wrapped up, and I'm excited for anything that comes in close to the finish line here, and thank you all for participating. I have great prizes, so I'm very excited to send those out. There's some beautiful yarn that people are going to win as a result of this knit-along, and I have been working in the background on options for future knit alongs and giveaways and reviews and things like that for you guys. So more to come in a future episode. I think I'm expecting something this week that might be fun. And I've also been reaching out to a couple of other local dyers. Maybe we can do interviews and reviews and things like that for you guys. So lots of fun stuff coming. That's it for this week, you guys. Uh, Thank you so much for hanging out and listening with me today. I, as always, will post the show notes on knitactuallypodcast.com. I'm probably not going to do this today. I'm probably going to pop up the episode and fill in the show notes later in the week. But uh, you can always check there for details. We have a great Ravelry group with lots of amazing people. And you can connect with me directly at um, Instagram and Twitter as knitactuallypodcast.com. The Facebook is also called Knit Actually Podcast, or you can email me knitactuallypodcast at podcast.net. So until next time, you guys, have a great week. Happy knitting.